The NBA Odds Pod on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. The Super Bowl is coming up and MyBookie is the place you want to get in on all the action. Use promo code SGP to receive up to $1,000 in bonus bets. Promo code SGP to play, win, and get paid at MyBookie.ag. We're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in pay-per-head providers, and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free over at aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. We're also brought to you by PropSwap. PropSwap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Go to PropSwap.com to find better odds than your local book. Plus, when you use the promo code SGP, you get a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's at PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Get 20% off on free shipping with the code SGP at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. Use promo code SGP. Okay, and welcome to NBA Odds Pod. I am your host, Ryan McKee. It is another, this is the second Odds Pod we've done this week. It's a it's a big week. And today I have got with me uh, one of our main uh, basketball fantasy writers and DFS experts. Chris Giordani is here today. How's it going, Chris? Great, Ryan. How are you doing, man? I mean, besides the, the tragic news, of course. Of course, the news about Kobe was uh, stunned everybody. Um, actually, so we were recording this on Monday night, and uh, Chris and I were originally supposed to record yesterday, and uh, you were the first person that actually texted me about the Kobe news. Uh, it was just maybe about a half hour be- before we were supposed to record or so. You had uh, texted that uh, Kobe is just dead, and I, I didn't believe it. I went to... Twitter, I thought it might be a hoax or something like that, but uh, I mean, it's just stunning. So you and I, you know, paying respects to him, we didn't record yesterday. Um, how you feel? I know you're a huge Lakers fan. You're a huge Kobe fan. Uh, yeah, I grew up. That was <laughs> I'm pretty much my hero, him and Tom Brady. And that was, you know, especially the killer instinct and just being a model father, model, it, it just in terms of everything, it. This is crushing. And yeah, in terms of me texting you, too, I was like, I needed to make sure this was credible and stuff. And it, everything was started pouring through. Once it came through from TMZ was the thing. I was like, well, uh, they're pretty trustworthy anymore, but we'll see. And it, I mean, just that it took over everything. I had to let you know. And then it was almost like a subtle, hey, I might sound like awful <laughs> on this pod if I, if we're going to record it. I was in tears all day. It was it was awful. Uh, I mean, just very s- sad, tragic news uh, as well. I mean, it's really tragic about his daughter as well, only 13 years old, and the other young teammate on the helicopter as well. I'm. We're not, you know, I, I, every NBA game, podcast, uh, website that you know, all covering how much Kobe meant to the game. And, you know, I don't feel like 
we're going to say anything new about the subject. But of course, just huge respect to what he did for the NBA, what he did for the Lakers organization. Uh, just can't be overstated how important he was to the Los Angeles community. And I think it really showed last night. I watched the Grammys. Grammys have you know nothing to do with sports, nothing to do with basketball, but multiple performers. Lizzo, you know, Alicia Keys mentioned just you know how much Kobe meant to them. So it was crazy just to see how he crossed over into entertainment as well as such a you know huge figure in basketball. Yeah, he. I just in terms of seeing everyone today really out in the working world, and you could feel how much it devastated and impacted people long and far, you know, outside, long outside of sports. So, yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, and actually just before we started recording, I saw the news come through that the big Clippers Lakers game that was supposed to be played tomorrow on Tuesday. I mean, we're recording this on Monday, so it's probably going to drop on Wednesday, but so this is old news at this point, but amazing that they've decided to postpone one of the biggest games this week. Uh, one of the you know one of the biggest matchups this month. Yeah, absolutely, and I I can foresee this being a you know playoff kind of end of the season game now that they've rolled out, and it'll you know bring up the theme of Kobe. Not like it's the theme of Kobe's going anywhere this season. I mean, I, it's going to be on everyone's minds for a very very long time. But it, I think it's just going to be another reminder, and it's. Yeah, that game should be interesting. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, again, uh, thoughts and prayers are with his family, his friends, anyone who knew, uh, anyone who passed away in the crash. And, of course, to all you Lakers fans out there, um, I know it's, it's just one of the saddest days in the NBA that I can remember. Well, Chris, I had Chris on today specifically to talk uh, fantasy basketball season-long fantasy basketball he wrote a article on our website about uh, trade targets in a nine category fantasy league that you can shoot for to you know raise your statistical averages and in different uh, categories uh, we'll get into all that but first we wanted to talk a little bit about the games this week specifically uh, we're going to be looking at some games that you can bet the Super Bowl cross sport props with which are really fun and the first one i wanted to get into it's a little difficult because it it is a big matchup the sixers and celtics are playing on saturday however we don't know if Embiid is playing yet or not Uh, right now it's saying that he's supposed to come back this week but we don't know how many minutes he'll be playing we don't know uh you know just he's always has problems with his conditioning so he's been out a few weeks how's his conditioning they don't know how many minutes they'll play so the Sixers props are a little difficult but I think we can look at the Celtics side of things and you had one specifically you wanted to point out yeah uh actually the Jalen Brown free throws made uh that's a minus 110 bet uh over the 49ers and Chiefs combined field goals made I see a lot more touchdowns happening than field goals. And even if there were field goals, I mean, Jalen Brown, you should figure is going to be, if he's playing, of course, uh, a focal point of that offense. And I would think getting to the line at least uh, what a share of times that would get him 
between six to eight free throws. Mm-hmm. That would be my assumption. So, so and that's I, field goals made. That's not field goal points. So, what are we thinking? Maybe there could be four or five field goals, six maybe if if it, it really gets up there. Yeah, that would be my my guess. I, it's not even attempts. So yeah, they have to be made and not the points. It's on just the number of field goals. Uh, I, I have a hard time seeing how Jalen Brown doesn't like isn't giving any any sort of points on that one, but it's a pick em, So I'm taking it. I like it. And I, another one that I saw on that game that I liked is um, Kemba Walker points uh, over San Francisco 49ers uh, total points. And now uh, if you take this 49ers side, you have to give up three and a half points. Sort of getting points if you take Kemba Walker and Kemba is averaging a little over 22 points per game right now, but specifically against the 76ers, he scored 26 and 29. Uh, the 29 he scored when they played in Boston last time. This one, this game will be in Boston. So I like the Kemba Walker side. What do you think about that one? I really like that, actually. Getting three and a half also. Yeah, I, I don't see how that one fails you. I mean, besides him getting into foul trouble maybe but most people are predicting the 49ers to score right now in the low to mid 20s so that would be you know and that the there's the prediction right now is that the chiefs are going to score around 30 what i mean you're a big football guy as well what are you thinking in that realm you know what i haven't put a whole lot of thought into what the game flow will look like there well i've thought about different scenarios and I can see several, <laughs> but all of them fairly high scoring. But I think it might be a little lower than some of us may have thought. I think both of these defenses have looked the best that they have all season. It could be a little bit more on the underside, but I haven't really even put much thought into the over-unders. And all I did was uh, take a prop bet on Pat Mahomes so far. <laughs> yeah, I think if the 49ers have any hope in winning they're not going to be able to outscore the Chiefs by just, you know, airing it out. They have to really control the clock, uh, probably a lot of runs, a lot of short checkdowns to George Kittle, and just really try to slow it up. And their defenses looked great in the last part of the season and especially in these playoffs. So I can definitely see them trying to muck it up and this being a lower-scoring Super Bowl. We've seen those plenty before when we thought it was going to be more scoring. The holidays have come and gone, but the Super Bowl is quickly approaching. We've seen just what our teams are capable of this season, and now it's time to get your last bets in before the bowl. Uh, The 49ers are looking to cap off their incredible season, and the Chiefs have the first opportunity to bring a title home in 50 years. Can Casey collect their first ring under Mahomes-led squad, or will the 49ers Garoppolo and undrafted standout Mostert get it done in Miami? Either way... Whatever your gut feeling, time is running out, so get on the action. Head over to mybookie.ag to make your predictions a reality. MyBookie is one of the most trusted names in the industry. If you're looking for a sports book to make some bets for the bowl games, MyBookie is where you go. Football not your thing? 
No worries. It's not mine either. MyBookie has it all. Go have everything from NBA to Premier League to entertainment. You can bet on the Oscars. You can bet on the Grammys. Uh, they've also got the fastest payouts, best promotions, and a very helpful 24-7 customer service team. So MyBookie has more lines and odds, better odds for the player than any other sports book around. If, you're, if you join right now, MyBookie will match your deposit halfway all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. All you have to do is use our promo code SGP to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code SGP to get your extra cash from MyBookie. Bet, win, and get paid at MyBookie.ag. Here's another one I wanted to throw out at you. Uh, so the Lakers are playing the Kings on Saturday. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, we don't know how the Lakers are going to be feeling because of the Kobe news. This will be a week removed from it, uh, almost. And we've got LeBron James total points versus Patrick Mahomes completions. Now, you're giving up one and a half if you take Patrick Mahomes. Both of these are 110. Uh, Mahomes, the last two games in, in the playoffs, has thrown, uh, has had 23 completed passes. Uh, LeBron is scoring right around in the mid twenties. What do you think about this for this? I actually have LeBron James highlighted here. I think he's going to be playing with a vengeance (laughs) the rest of the season. So, and against the Kings and I know Luke Walton, you know, he played alongside Kobe. So there'll be some mutual laker history there too so and there was you know there's some animosity between walton and uh lebron from last season they didn't get along while he was the coach for the lakers so i, I mean i don't know if that well you think that'll make a difference for lebron yeah actually i have no idea how i glossed over that one yeah <laughs> that that one would certainly uh stand out as one that i would take the over <laughs> but anyways i mean of course there's always going to be defense but i would think that would be coming much more so from him than anybody uh he's he's gonna play like a man on fire and it, like we were just talking about with the niners defense i think they're going to put mahomes in some some limited uh passing situations if if possible and that completions number could dwindle a little lower than some of us may have thought going in yeah yeah and i will say that also that uh, sacramento is in the the bottom 10 for defensive efficiency so lebron should have a heyday if he wants to yeah absolutely the king's defense not known for it especially against uh, guard types no uh do you have another prop bet you'd like to highlight yeah absolutely uh one from the same game uh i do like is the anthony davis free throws made uh, okay and it's he's giving a half point to tyree kill receptions i and you are giving up some some cash on this too it is minus 160 but i think they're trying to scare you into plus money with tyree kill Mm -hmm. um i definitely like davis in this one especially if he's you know remotely healthy there uh going into this i think he's going to work in sync the rest of the season not like he hasn't but i'm saying at in most case scenarios especially against the king's defense playing like men on fire with uh kobe on their minds and i I definitely think he should find every reason to get to the line and plus that that's points plus uh oops was looking at the wrong one yeah free throws made though for sure and he should 
I feel like he should be playing his full like minutes load and in, in this game because they have they have almost a week off and he's been playing every game right the last I mean he sat out a week or so and then he's been playing every game like the last couple week the last week was it. Yeah, and it's just been, I noticed, more limited situations. I got to look at where his minutes actually were. I can pull it up. But, yeah, he's he's getting worked back in. I think it was just the scare of that tailbone injury. And, you know, you let us know when you're feeling at your best would be my guess. Uh, and they weren't, you know, I, they were doing fantastic, actually. That's uh, with Kuzma started stepping up finally and it it they didn't need to use him, so I, th- I think they're just easing him back in. Absolutely, yeah, I like that get bet too. Um, I have another one. I have this is for the Nuggets Pistons game that'll be played on Sunday, the, on Super Bowl Sunday actually. Um, now the Pistons have just looked brutal, and I don't see that changing anytime. So uh, you have Jokic. Uh, giving up, you have to give up eleven and a half to take this, but it's still minus one ten uh, versus Demarcus Robinson receiving yards. Uh, Jokic is averaging twenty three point six points, ten and a half assists. Oh, I'm sorry, ten and a half rebounds and six point two assists in January. So that's going to put him right around forty five fifty total uh and demarcus robinson has four yards then 31 yards so far in the playoffs uh i don't know maybe they target him just to do something different in the super bowl but i take Jokic there i was gonna say maybe (laughs) maybe it would be number of drops demarcus robinson then you'd be in (laughs) trouble but i I don't know because he's he's been doing a lot of that i've noticed in the playoffs but yeah did he have drops last game i I know the first game he had some two brutal ones that really stood up yeah um the last game i i didn't notice any actually (laughs) i i I think those other ones stood out so much in my head that i had to strive for a joke on demarcus robinson while i could (laughs) But um, yeah, I I actually really like your the Jokic bet there. Uh, I don't see why he shouldn't excel in those combined categories over someone who's probably potentially going to get phased out there. Now watch me be wrong and him be the hero. But anyways, I mean, all it takes is one huge and he does have wheels. So it could just be one huge catch for him. And that's all he needs, which is scary. But I could totally see him being invisible this game as well. Yeah, it's going to be one of those guys, Watkins, or one of them that gets free. But I, I would put my money more on him on Watkins than a uh, uh, Robinson. So yeah, love that bet with Jokic. Uh, you have another one? Uh, yeah, actually, were we looking at? Um, yeah, actually, Suns Bucks points. Oh, I was looking at this one too. Yeah. Okay. At. Uh, and Mahomes' gross passing yards. Mm-hmm. Uh, over 75 and a half is what Mahomes is giving. Yeah. So, anyhow, um, I would probably lean with the points on that. You have two of the highest paces there. Well, at least with the Bucks, I know you do. I know you've got one the top defensive rating as well, but you have two top nine uh, pace teams there that are 
over 103 possessions. Yeah, the least. Bucks are the the very top paced team, and I think the Suns are like the fifth or sixth. Yeah, they're sitting nine right now at 102. Oh, are they? Yeah, but they're still. I mean, you're looking at well over that average of 100 possessions, and then who knows if like you know once the Bucks put in their uh, their bench and stuff and shots start flying in towards the end if it's garbage time i even more so in your favor so i i like taking the the points on that absolutely um yeah i like getting 75 and a half which is just feels so weird to get 75 and a half to start with already and then you have the bucks who are averaging over 119 points per game you have the suns that are averaging almost 113 points per game and mahomes in uh he threw for 294 in Tennessee and 321 in Houston. So uh if all the averages kind of add up and Mahomes does similar, you'll win. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And the Niners defense could if it does do anything and keep makes it a game, then even more in your favor on that one. So yeah, we'll see. But uh yeah, there's there's another couple of bets here that are actually pretty enticing. Uh, throw out another one. Okay, so I was looking at uh, the Will Barton uh, back to the Denver game. The Will Barton three-point mm-hmm. field goals made as yep. a pick minus minus one thirty against Jimmy Garoppolo touchdown passes plus one ten. <laughs> and Jimmy Garoppolo does not have a lot of touchdown passes as we've seen recently. They've opted to run it on the ground and not let him screw it up. Yeah, and Will Barton's been playing pretty damn good. I'm not I'm pulling up what his three-pointer average is right now. But I definitely know without Jamal Murray in there, he's been carrying them and they've rotated him over to the point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know where off the top of my head that's falling for his three-point average since, but yeah, I, I like the usage there, and don't uh, don't see why not at a pick'em, you know. Yeah, no, I like that. I mean, you are giving up uh, if you take the Will Barton, it's uh, minus one thirty odds versus plus one ten if you take Garoppolo. So they are trying to, you know, push you towards those that Garoppolo pick, which uh, makes me like Barton just as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Yeah, plus uh, there are more football fans, and not, no offense to them, because <laughs> yeah. we are too, but there are some people who are strictly football fans who don't know who Will Barton is necessarily. And Yeah, there they, are some NBA fans who don't know who Will Barton is. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, so there I didn't are, there are some that. Nuggets fans that don't know who Will Barton is. <laughs> <laughs> this could be a possibility. But uh, anyways, yeah, the Jimmy Garoppolo one, and like you said, he hasn't been throwing touchdowns that much and they're going to want to control the clock and there's a lot of factors that in, eat into him potentially not getting a touchdown should they score one have you ever thought of starting your own sportsbook but don't know how ace per head is here to help you start your own sportsbook they'll provide you with an all-inclusive betting site with the lines updated to the second and wagers graded immediately they have top-notch customer support going 24-7 and some of the sharpest lines in the industry. Plus, Ace Per Head offers live betting and an amazing mobile experience. Get started today, and Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just go to aceperhead.com SGP. That's aceperhead.com SGP. 
I am not so certain, but it's only because I haven't seen a whole lot out of him besides more so this season and like sprinkled in what the end of last season from from what I recall. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is also indicative of why they brought in Willie Cauley Stein also. Right. Uh, I was getting to that next. So I, I believe he's active tonight for the first time on the Dallas roster. Uh, again, mm-hmm. this is Monday night. So we'll, by the time this releases, you already know if he's played or not. I, I feel like Kleber and Willie Cauley Stein are different types of player. Willie Cauley Stein feels more like a straight up backup for KP. Um, am I wrong? Why are they bringing in Willie Cauley Stein? Uh, that that's a great question because I've seen them rotate between Porzingis and Kleba down at the five, and then now with Boban stepping in ever since uh, the injury and such, mm-hmm. uh, you've got Kleba rotating back to the four. I see with uh, putting uh, Porzingis down at the five, and so I honestly it just looks kind of in a muck, and then once they brought him in is what made it more so messy. Uh, uh, but anyways, Kleba can shoot though is the thing. Yeah. So, and as long as they keep his minutes above the, like the 24 minute mark where he's at, he's almost at a 25 minute average. So he not, I don't see him regressing. We'll put it that way. But I, I do believe they brought in Willie Cauley sign as a help. Like you were suggesting. Yeah. I, I has been great for, you know, if you have a big man who you, you need some three-pointer help, he's great for that. He's good on field goal percentage, not quite as good as Dwight Powell was. And I, I don't know, I, Kali Stein, he seems like he's been in bad situations since he came into the league with the Kings and then this Warrior season, which has just been an absolute train wreck. Maybe, you know, ha- having Rick Carlisle, like, great coach and just seems like oh, there's a lot of positive feelings around that Mavericks team with Luka going off. Uh, it could be a good situation for him. I might look at if you're in a, like a bigger league. I might look at putting him at the end of my bench if Kleba's already like picked up. No, in in fantasy terms, I I definitely like him. Even you know in a ten team format, uh, absolutely I would put him in. But I just as an overall tense of carrying the the team or being you know able to fill in for KP if should he go down i don't i don't know if he can carry that big of a burden which is you know a little bit of why they have that insurance there in the post now with Collie Stein but if you're looking at your fantasy roster absolutely okay another big man i wanted to talk about uh the report is that after the all-star break uh Yusuf Nurkic is coming back to play on the Trailblazers now Hassan Whiteside has been a statistical monster for them this season. They brought him in because Nurk got injured at the end of last year and they knew he wasn't going to play. What do they do in Portland? And and should we be picking up Nurk to put on our bench in anticipation for him coming back? That is, speaking of messes, I mean, you can't help but be reminded of what Spolster had going on over in Miami. Yeah. <laughs> with I, I just don't know that that's how they're going to manage him, though. Uh, I don't see how you force him to the bench just because Nurkic is back. They may. Uh, it's even hard to say that they can even be on the court at the same time. That's not even feasible. Um, it doesn't you, seem like it, does it? And I will say that 
you know, for fantasy purposes, Whiteside's been a monster, but they have not been winning games in Portland. Uh, I don't know if that has anything to do with Whiteside, but it, you know, my they were a very much winning playoff team with Nurkic last year. Does that? I mean, are you seeing anything from Portland games that would make you think that Nurkic would be a better fit again? Not necessarily a better fit, not just based on anything besides what we recall of him most recently before he broke his leg. Yeah. Uh, Hassan Whiteside, though, it's, you know, kind of a what have you done for me lately sort of league. And I mean, it's like that in most sports anymore. So I, I don't see how Whiteside just loses his job uh, because Nurkic is back. I I think they're going to try and maybe split the minutes there and see. And who knows what happens at trade deadline. Uh, there's there's a whole bunch that they could uh, use in forwards uh, currently uh, behind Carmelo as a backup mm-hmm. uh, or, or even, you know, anything happened to CJ or Lillard in the long term. Uh, I don't think Simons is the is the long term answer for them you know, right there. So I yeah, mean, he didn't just... necessarily step up that great when uh, McCullen was out those the last few games. Yeah, it was like you'd get Gary Trent. He stepped up in the one game mm-hmm. and fizzled out in the next few. And I mean, it was a lot of Damian carrying them. So yeah, but then there was Whiteside also. Like he's been killing it, like you said. So I don't know if that's just something that they use like they did portland know that they were going to do this all along and bring when they bring Nurkic back and then have they're showing off Whiteside and then trade him or is it going to be a vice versa i don't know but it's hard to see both of them being happy in the same place uh, should one of them have to do anything short of play their full amount of minutes it seems like it, and if i had if i were a betting man which i am <laughs> i would put my money <laughs> on them going with Whiteside, not necessarily because just of what have you done for me lately culture, which I agree with, but the word is that why they went out and got him is that he is friends with Dame. So, and they have to keep him happy. I don't think Nurkic and uh, Lillard are hanging out on the side. Um, So I don't know. I, I, I feel like when the trade went, you know, when they went out and got him this summer, it, it, a lot of people were raising red flags to it, but that was what I heard time and time again is that Lillard and Whiteside are buddies. Yeah, I mean, there's that, and who knows? that There's teams out there that definitely could use him that have an abundance of pieces elsewhere. I mean, the the Kings may be able to to use a center. Uh, there's, there's a ton of teams. Well, I don't know about a ton, but several that could offer something fair enough probably between trade picks and and what have you for for use of Nurkic and you know why not I definitely I love him and from a fantasy standpoint and Mm -hmm. you know if he stays healthy I I think he can do a lot for a team in general so in terms of your fantasy team as a season-long owner I certainly think that I would wait this one out I mean unless you're really desperate for something but at this rate I think you're adding a name that we don't know if if it's just going to be the rest of the season to where they're splitting minutes mad and they just miss the playoffs like you know it's kind of looking like so mm-hmm. so we'll see I, I, but in terms of the fantasy roster like i said if there's something better out there uh 
I would possibly lean with something more proven as of the season. PropSwap is America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. All season long, PropSwap customers have been finding some of the best odds in the world because you're buying the bet from another person and not betting against the house. You can always find great deals. This week, a Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl ticket with a collect amount of $2,800 sold on PropSwap for $1,500. Those are odds of negative 115 for the buyer. Better money line odds than any other sportsbook in the country. Also, use promo code SGP and then send in a screenshot of you using that code to podcast at sportsgamblingpodcast.com to get a free Lock Dog Tees t-shirt. Um... If you follow Sports Gaming Podcast, the main feed, obviously, they always do lock dog teases and they made a t-shirt about it. You get one free if you use that promo code and send the screenshot. Sign up at PropSwap.com today and they will give you a 100% match on your first deposit. Just enter promo code SGP. That's SGP at the time of your deposit and PropSwap will match it up to $100. Go to PropSwap.com today. Void where prohibited. Okay, so I'm going to get to my last topic on the waiver wire area uh with josh richardson out for the 76ers are you picking up anybody else anybody else in their backcourt to fill in for him there's uh matisse thibel's interesting but i don't know if he's gonna rotate enough of the the minutes back there and i think it's just gonna be a lot of ben simmons as we've kind of seen yeah as as of late and then plus you've got uh, Embiid coming back, so I don't have a whole lot of interest. Uh, I don't know. How about yourself? Have you given that any thought? No, I, you know, I've more been looking at it on DFS slates. You know, trying out some some different names uh, the, that are cheap options in their backcourt. But I think I'm going to stay away from them in my season long fantasy. Yeah, there's nothing. I guess there's nothing out there that really makes me say I have to jump at it because I'm going to be looking at what their usage and rotation looks like, uh, just their overall minutes and how how long I can get anything from them in general with Richardson out. So like like I was saying, it, it's just looking like a lot of Ben Simmons and he's playing confident right now. And same with uh, Embiid coming back now. We'll see if he's in shape, but. I, I don't think that should be an issue and yeah. everyone else's usage will diminish. I mean, you'll have uh, Al Horford and Tobias Harris do their usual exchange evenings of who's going to pay off DFS value. <laughs> yeah. But uh, besides that, I mean, yeah, nothing else worth really rostering. I don't think at the guard position from the Sixers. Breaking news. This important PSA is brought to you by manscaped.com. This is your public service announcement. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to prevent manscaping accidents. Millions of balls are about to be nick free thanks to manscaped.com advanced skin safe technology. I've been talking about Manscaped for a while now. I've been using the Lawnmower 2.0 and I can't wait to try out the 3.0. Now, if you use the Lawnmower 2.0 like me, it's an easy transition because it's the same replacement blade with a new and improved skin safe technology. When I tell you it's premium, I mean premium. 
The battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. One of the coolest new features is the LED light which illuminates the grooming area for a closer and more precise trimming. Hey, say your lights went out in your house? You could still trim your balls. We've also upgraded to 7000 RPM motor with a quiet stroke technology. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a rapid charging dock powered by a USB. If you're listening to me speak right now, you're one of the first people to hear about this life-changing product that I want you to experience firsthand for yourself. Trim that junk of yours. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. And as always, your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use promo code SGP. Uh, we're moving into what inspired this podcast. Um, Chris wrote for sportsgamblingpodcast.com uh, a great article on nine category rotisserie league trade priorities. Um, oh, real quick, before we get into this, I just wanted to remind everybody, uh, you got to go check out our NBA odds pod frauds contest on sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Uh, just look for NBA odds pod frauds. Uh, it's going to be a really fun contest where you can win uh, $500 for first place, $300 for second, and uh, $200 for third. And that is absolutely free. You don't have to put in an entry fee. The object is to just pick which teams you think are going to do worse from uh, the All-Star break on. So you're identifying the frauds. Have you taken a look at this yet, Chris? No, but I'm actually about to. Which I'm trying to find which column it's under. It's under the NBA. Makes sense, right? Yeah, no, it does. <laughs> uh, also, if you go to the search bar uh, and just type in frauds, it'll come up. Uh, if you go to the uh, sportsgamblingpodcast.com search bar, uh, check that out and make sure to get in your entries before All Star break happens. Um, okay, so go through, start, take me through this nine category rotisserie league trade priorities piece you got so uh i am not a big trade guy in any fantasy sport in general but i feel like if you have to make a trade and you're you're sitting basically with a month to go as we pretty much are or just shy of it um i should say that in our Sports Gambling Podcast uh, Listener League, Chris is at the very top of our standings. So and you know your way around uh, NBA fantasy. <laughs> well, thank you. I mean, and like I've kind of told you before, I basically drafted around where some of my DFS values in these players lie and just seeing where I... It, Based on the draft round, of course, too. So it's there's been some luck involved, but yeah, I'm I like my team. <laughs> so anyhow, um, what I what I was gonna say though is in terms of you know enough about everybody else's team and certainly know enough about your own to where if you see that you can win in a, another category or two by giving up something you have an abundance of and maybe. It may be two categories it'll take, but then you're going to win over the other two categories you need, then make the trade. And so with that, it's a lot of looking over uh, NBA.com stat lines. It sounds boring, but going through and going basically 
back and forth from that to looking at what's available in your league. And that's what I've based this article on is just some example players that you can chase after, uh, depending on, it's hard to suggest anyone also, uh, to trade because it's hard to see what every person's league looks like, how many teams are in it, you know, and what, if there were a silly made move made in a certain round that threw off everything. So it's just hard to suggest that much, but knowing category wise, you can use this article as kind of a barometer to guide you in making some some offers of value to both yourself and whomever the the owner of these said players is yeah great and um let's just get right into it so uh if you need help in the field goal percentage uh you are your first three suggestions are bradley beal uh devin booker and donovan mitchell why you pick these names well, it's just uh, a matter of volume with these guys. This is looking at the the volume side of the field goal category if you're going that route. And these guys also clearly aren't just shooters. You know, that's not all they just bring to the table, of course. So that's one of the things I feel like that you can get from out of some players who have hit some lulls but have had some great seasons overall and the owners i believe in these players would be less reluctant than others have said more name noteworthy as james hardens and such so Mm -hmm. there's a lot of that baked into the suggestions here there's a lot of just in terms of you know man-to-man realism in terms of everyone's going to be reluctant and standing off on trades so Looking at someone, if you had these on your roster, you have to figure you've got at least some other pieces there. And these would be guys that I think are attainable and can help your team. And so in this category, I say it's going to be the volume I'm looking at from them. Got it. And because I think the, you know, most people think, well, I need to bring up my field goal percentage. So I got to go looking for some centers, uh, some big men who don't shoot more, you know, don't shoot very much from outside, like the six foot range. So their field goal percentage just tends to be higher anyway, but they won't have the same volume as a Devin Booker or a Donovan Mitchell would. And they still, their field goal percentages are still good, but you do have some suggestions for big men too: Rudy Gobert, Clint Capella and Bam Adebayo, all of them having great seasons. Exactly. And so where I, the reason I separated these two for the field goal section is because for the volume approach, I would suggest that those first three, the Bradley Beal, Booker, Mitchell, and those are obviously just uh, three examples. There's there's some others that you can definitely go after. But those are the first three looking at everything. They these guys not only just offer that they're going to get you some free throw percentage. And also it, each of them has different uh, other additional categories like steals and such that they they do add in. But they're the thing that they're going to add by their route of field goal success is the the points metric that you'll also have to add into. And as you were just saying, uh, the centers who shoot those, you know, low range, easy make shots that are 90 percent or above uh, mm-hmm. those the field goal percentage guys don't carry over all the time and in more cases than not in that points category, but you're going to get these, the three names that I went off into on the article with Gobert, Capella and Adebayo as fantastic rebounders and blockers too. So you're going to carry over 
not the raw point that you'll get with the shooting percentage, but you're going to get at least a contributor that carries up your percentage. But And also, you're going to have someone who is a dominator in at least one other, if not two to three other categories. Yeah. And just looking down your list, you have free throw percentage next, and Devin Booker shows up again. Yep. Uh, he He's one of the top top guys. I want to say he was top three or five. I'm. It's been a few days since I wrote this article, and I was looking at that category specifically. But he is – you're going to carry over into that one be, because he gets fouled all the time. His usage is through the roof. So I want those high-usage guys in, in those uh, – the volume is going to be usage, essentially. That's what carries over. Yeah. Uh, and uh, anyway. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, but I was just going to say Chris Paul, another great one. You have Kyrie Irving in there, which I was a little surprised about. But I guess Kyrie, he's back. He's playing again. Yeah, it was hard to pull up any sort of running uh, comparable averages for him besides what he's played, of course, this year. But as he's looked great since he's been back. Uh, healthy-ish, I would call it. He's been healthier than we've seen him in recency. And I he's a great free throw shooter so and i think i included him i know because of the fact that he would probably have the the highest chance of an owner giving him up based Mm -hmm. on you know they are either fed up with him and there's less than a month to trade deadline and you offer something appealing to him that you know maybe is a couple of categories that solidified for that guy that you know you don't want someone that you're giving away that's going to hurt you in the long run Mm -hmm. of course but it I don't believe you'll be giving away your your top assets. So clearly, if you need more than just free throw percentage and raw points, I would go for a Kyrie Irving. Speaking in that vein, uh, I go to your next category listed, the three-pointers. You have Buddy Heald on there. Now, I I feel like a lot of Buddy Heald owners would be more than happy to get rid of him, uh, especially with his recent problems and, and moving to the bench. Um, what was the thought process of adding Buddy Heald? Uh, in terms of when he moved to the bench and when I wrote this, I'm, I don't think I was as aware of that, but I do know that his, his minutes certainly are usually about the same. And he, if he's going to excel at a category, it's, it's going to be three point. And I think it'd be easier to get him. He was definitely like I did I do mention there's they're kind of separated into three tiers. Levine and Walker are much more on that top top end of the the three pointers made, and Buddy Heald I think is obviously towards the lower end, but he is uh, they're all in the top uh, twenty four for uh, points per game for the season, so on average. So I, and he he shoots a three, so I top ten in the category. But I mean, hey, that's good to know. I, and I, I think, like I said, I think you could go out and you can definitely get Buddy Hill. Um, this is a really long article, and I really anybody who's interested in season long fantasy should definitely go. Even if you're not in nine category leagues, you go take a look at it, and you'll get some good input on maybe some players you could target in your league as well. Uh, all different, and uh, you know, all all different. Chris talks about, you know, whether you're in a 10-team league or a 15-team league, I, I think it's uh, worth everyone's time. Chris, uh, I really appreciate you giving me 
some time tonight. I know it's a difficult time right now. And uh, yeah, my heart goes out to you as a, as a Lakers fan. And uh, I hope you're holding up okay, man. Uh, no, I, I really appreciate that, Ryan. And I always appreciate you having me on to talk basketball and betting, whatever. So uh, yeah, rest in peace, Kobe. Yeah, and uh, where can listeners find you? You can find me over on Twitter at Topher Squints. That's T-O-P-H-E-R-S-Q-U-I-N-T-S. And over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Getting into the groove uh, with the rest of the season for NBA DFS. And yeah, plenty of other stuff that we talk in DFS as well. Yeah, you're going to do a a DFS post for the Super Bowl, uh, highlighting your picks. And uh, are you still doing your podcast? Yes, it's been like a month and a half. I've been horrible, so I did. I felt bad even plugging it right now. But yes, (laughs) it is on. It's going to be returning very, very soon here. uh, And you will be a guest on it as well. And it's it was more so a hard pivot. And there were a couple things that went happened in personal life that, you know, some personal losses of of sorts of people. Mm -hmm. But uh, besides that, um, yeah, it's. It's coming back, and it'll be a lot of other DFS angles, and it was just a hard turn from football, more more or less. Okay, so uh, check that out. Uh, the feed is called Chris's Pissed. Yeah, Chris's Pissed Podcast. And uh, All right, great. Well, Chris, thanks again, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Ryan. Take care. Ba, 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 ba.